Montana. News with Jay Scott, bringing you what impacts you in your town. Here's Jay. To steal a line from the old-time broadcaster Gabriel Heater, there's good news today. Trooper Wade Palmer has regained consciousness after he was shot three times on March 15th near Ivaro. His medical status has improved from critical to stable condition, and he's been moved from the University of Utah Hospital's Neurological Critical Care Unit to the Neural Acute Care Unit. All of his interactions have been nonverbal, but he has shown recognition of certain people and commands. He's scheduled for reconstructive surgery on his jaw on Thursday. Trooper Palmer was shot in the neck, face, and head after locating a suspect involved in an earlier shooting that injured two people and killed another in Missoula. He was transported to St. Patrick Hospital in critical condition and eventually flown to Salt Lake City, where he continues his treatment. Again, he has regained consciousness. A bill that would rename the Columbus Day state holiday as Indigenous Peoples Day died Monday in a state Senate committee. House Bill 219, carried by Representative Shane Morigo of Missoula, passed the House 62-35 to in February, but fell 5-3 on a party-line vote in the Senate State Administration Committee. Before the vote, several amendments failed as well. One would have changed the date of Indigenous Peoples' Day, another would have kept Columbus Day as a state holiday, and again changed the date of the Indigenous Peoples' Celebration. Committee Chair Dee Brown, the Republican from Hungry Horse, said she opposed the bill because of the fiscal impact of an extra paid state holiday and said, quote, when it starts costing everybody a bunch of money, then I have to step back and say, I have responsibilities to the taxpayer, too. Montana Attorney General Tim Box is at odds with the Trump administration. After he and his Ohio counterpart told a federal appeals court Monday that parts of the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, should be retained, although parts of the law may be unconstitutional. Fox and Ohio Attorney General David Yost, both Republicans, said in a filing with the Fifth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals that a federal judge's decision to invalidate the entire 2010 health care law is judicial overreach that could set a dangerous precedent. Quote, It is understandable that some who dislike the Affordable Care Act would cheer the result, but they should remember that what goes around comes around. If allowed to stand, the decision will be used to invalidate any number of federal and state laws. U.S. District Judge Reed O'Connor in Fort Worth, Texas, ruled last December that the ACA individual mandate requiring all Americans to buy health insurance is unconstitutional, and therefore he ruled the rest of the law is invalid. His ruling came in a lawsuit filed by 20 Republican attorneys general. Fox and Yost weren't among them. Fox and Yost agreed the individual mandate is unconstitutional, but they said the ruling doesn't mean the whole law should be thrown out. They said courts can strike down entire laws only if the unconstitutional provision makes the remainder of the law, quote, incapable of functioning independently, or if Congress has made it clear that it prefers no law versus a law without the flawed provision. They argued neither situation exists now.
Again, quote, the court's decision, if affirmed, will deprive millions of non-elderly Ohioans and Montanans of coverage for pre-existing conditions. It will also negatively affect countless others who organize their affairs in reliance on the Act's many unrelated provisions. Again, quote, the district court's ruling is wrong, and its errors threaten to harm millions of people in the Buckeye and Treasure states. That's why Ohio and Montana are filing this brief. Missoula businessman Terry Payne and his family have donated the 300 block of East Main Street and the old Missoula library in that spot to the city of Missoula. Mayor John Engen told the city council that Payne came to him in late January and said he'd like to give the property to the city. Quote, after I picked myself up off the floor, I got the staff busy working on the legal documents. Engen signed the necessary paperwork on Friday. Several years ago, Payne agreed to exchange the 400 block of East Main, where a new $36 million library is under construction, for the 300 block, the site of the current library. That way, the library could remain open throughout construction, leasing the property from Payne, and then could move a block to the west when the new building is completed next year. Under the agreement signed Friday with the city, the library will continue leasing that site as planned. Engen released a written statement saying Payne had placed no limits on the property's use under city ownership. The city paid nothing for the property or structure. Democratic State Representative Tom Winter of Missoula has announced he's running for Montana's U.S. House seat next year. The 32-year-old first-term legislator is the first Democrat to announce for the race. Winter owns a business that provides in-home health care and says he wants to improve access to health care while reducing costs and protecting coverage for people with pre-existing conditions. Winter says he has a pre-existing condition, which he did not disclose, and that his sister has a life-threatening chronic health condition. Another coal mining company is in financial trouble. The brief selective default filed by Ohio-based Murray Energy brings the total of global corporate coal company defaults to 27 this year, 19 in the U.S., according to S&P Global. The filing continues a downward trend in the coal industry. In 2010, coal-fired power plants produced 45% of U.S. electricity, according to a report from The Week 1. Last September, there were 200 fewer coal plants, and they provided only 30% of the country's electricity. Many more plants, including two in Coal Strip, are scheduled to be shuttered in the next five years. The EIA said in December it expects total coal consumption in 2018 to fall to its lowest level since 1979, the year of the 110-day-long coal miners' strike. The U.S. so far accounts for 70% of the world defaults in 2019. Other emerging markets are 15%. Bankruptcy is the leading cause of defaults. Officials in Bozeman have asked a judge to dismiss an American Civil Liberties Union lawsuit against them. The ACLU of Montana and the ACLU Immigrants' Rights Project filed a lawsuit against Gallatin County Sheriff Brian Gutkin and Jail Commander Jason Jarrett, 
claiming the jail holds inmates illegally at the request of U.S. immigration officials. Gallatin County Attorney Marty Lambert filed a response to the lawsuit. He wrote that Jarrett and Gutkin are acting within state law when complying with requests from immigration and customs enforcement officials. The lawsuit seeks to end current and future ICE detainments at the jail and seeks compensation for those being held illegally. That's made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.